Welcome back to Down to Watch. Yo. Hey, I'm Raul. This is Dan. Hi. Uh, and today, we're going to talk about a couple of these shows that are coming out. We're, we're cracking through the stuff that we might have told you about at the beginning of the month. Uh, yes. One of the things is probably more... One of these shows is probably a little bit more down uh, my alley, let's say. For sure. Down my alley is not a saying. Um, up your alley. Up. Yeah, but that sounds wrong, too. Uh, yeah. the, uh, so, so I thought I'd maybe give you a little bit of a, a little more information, a little yeah. background, if you will. Okay. Uh, and that's this new Netflix, uh, what is this? The third attempt at, uh, a resident evil property being brought to, to screens. Uh, right? wait, third attempt. What do you mean? Cause we got all the movies. We got the Mila Jovovich, the yeah. Jovoviches. And then, then, uh, yeah, we had a movie, Welcome to Raccoon City, maybe about a year ago. Yeah, that was in 2021, I read. Yeah. So that was a separate, that was totally separate from everything else. That was its own timeline, nothing else. Right. So this is the third now, like Resident Evil type thing. That Uh, was the Welcome to Raccoon City. Well, yeah, it but was what, not connected to Mila Jovovich's series of movies. Right. But then what if this is the third, what was the first? What are we considering the, the first? Mila the Jovovich you, movies. Oh, I see. As a series of things. I got you. Yeah, yeah okay. just attempts to bring Resident Evil to the screen, mm-hmm. which I would say, whatever you think of the, the Mila Jovovich movies, this mm-hmm. is a successful attempt to do whatever it is they did because mm-hmm. they got, what, five movies out of it? I don't even. We'd have to go back and count them at least five, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. And I haven't seen one. I haven't seen any of them. You haven't uh, seen one of them? Which is weird, yeah, but it's like, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just not really completely my thing, mm-hmm. uh, and just, uh, they're a little heavy-handed with the uh, CGI stuff, sure. so, um, yeah, and like zombies, I'm not against zombies, but I guess I also didn't realize until watching this show that, for the most part, Resident Evil is just uh, like Walking Dead on steroids, in a lot of ways, I yeah. guess, kind of, yeah. right? It's like... Fast zombies yeah, so, instead of slow. So let's let's talk a little bit about where Resident Evil co- comes from, because yeah. uh, this is something that I was actually able to be there from the beginning. Like I, I actually was. Uh, I got Resident Evil director's cut uh, here in the United States. There was a second hmm. version of Resident the Evil. The game. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. F- what's the name of it in Japan? Uh, I do not remember. The, oh, it's uh, a different name? Biohazard. Yeah. Oh, it's Biohazard. Called Biohazard over there. Oh, I have um, heard that name, I feel like. But uh okay. but so so the game, I'm not gonna get too far into it, but the game's the basic concept of the game is mm-hmm. they they were they invented a, a genre called survival horror. People can argue mm. there was a couple of earlier survival horror games, but this was basically mm-hmm. a game where the entire concept was scary monsters gonna come get you, and mm-hmm. your job is not always to kill them. Sometimes it's to run away. You get okay. There are ten monsters in front of you. Here are seven bullets. Good luck. Wow. That was what Resident Evil was. Okay. So okay. That That's- was the game. The gameplay concept. The 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 genre wrappings of it were a hundred percent B movie horror. Like mm. bad acting. Like like <laughs> like. Uh, but like not like they really threaded the needle between like looking fake for silliness sake and yeah. being bad because you just got some bad actors, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Like they really nailed it. It really, really hit perfectly. The first movie, right? You're saying? The like first the very, game. Very... I'm sorry. The first game. Oh, the first game. Okay, the first okay. few games. Okay. And that was and what, nineties? Like in the nineties you'd say? Or? Those are in the nineties. Okay. Uh two thousand two Resident Evil came out, the first movie, the Milojovich okay. movies. Yeah. And in retrospect, maybe they were going too much for early 2000s cool. A lot of techno music, right. a lot of uh, swirling camera angles. Matrix, Matrix yeah, influence. Yeah, plenty stuff, of yeah. Matrix, mm-hmm. Matrix influence. Mm-hmm. But uh, I loved it, to be honest. Mm. It it was real divorced from the games. There were a lot of pieces missing from what mm-hmm. makes the games, you know, the like 
fun. But the right. but that first movie is a lot. It's a good time. It's it's mm. a lot of fun and it's cheesy. The way that the game was cheesy for like eighties B zombie movies, and that yeah. meant shambling slow zombies. That meant right. everything was okay. Big big monsters, big giant monsters that are like. Or, or, or a lot of mutated animals that are right. super gigantic. Yeah, um, um, yeah, because it's all post-apocalyptic too, right? It all everything in the games takes place in a world after. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Almost a lot of the basic the the Resident Evil games are about. Uh, when you get to it, a near apocalypse. We don't. The, yeah. They they the good guys win. And we we avoid oh. apocalypse. Oh, Only the oh. movies have decided to become apocalyptic. Oh, really? Uh, okay. I'm guessing hmm. that's a budget thing, hmm. you know? Yeah. It's well, easier I... to shoot in a desert where all you have is a gas station and a bunch of people to defend it, you know? Right. Stuff like that. But, yeah, right. But um, is it that you're, that whole world isn't affected yet, too, kind of? Like, you're in a pocket of infection from this virus yeah, it's a, it's but it's domino not... effects yeah you're in the mm. middle of trying to stop it from exploding out basically so mm. the first movie the first game you're in a mansion where the last team went in and they haven't been heard from you got to go figure out what happened the second right. game uh whatever was happening in the mansion has spilled out into the city around the mansion you got to get everybody you can or you, yourself out of the city okay. Uh, okay and then by the third fourth fifth games you've those situations have been handled the world is fine Umbrellas ah. screwing around. They got away with it. They, you right. know, they got some lawyers and they got away with it. So and they're gonna, they're still doing evil stuff, which is very true to real world. Yeah, stuff. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so the Umbrella Corporation is uh, from the beginning. Yeah, it's um, always been Umbrella. Yeah. Okay, they're the bad guys for sure. Yeah. And Wesker, okay. uh, who, who remind me the name of this actor? Oh. I always forget. Oh yeah, um, God, Reddick. Oh yes, uh, Lance Reddick. JJ Reddick. Oh no, Lance Reddick. Right, <laughs> uh, Lance Reddick. He's incredible, amazing. I I loved him way back in when he was in um, the he's Wire. A bunch of stuff. Uh, right, but I the saw wire The Wire. Unfortunately, oh, after it ran, I saw oh, him okay. in Fringe. I want to say. Oh first. yeah, and That's yeah, right. he's awesome in Fringe. Yeah, I didn't uh, love Fringe, but uh, but he was fringe. in it. Yeah, uh, no, I know you do. Of course, he's the and he he runs the desk. Of the hotel in uh, Jordan right. Week, yeah, Jordan and then in Bosch, he's the uh, he's sure, the, yeah, the, uh, chief of police, and then later I mean, like the he's mayor, real chief yeah. of police, this guy, yeah, oh yeah, dude, he's like real, just even from the wire, I think he takes his shirt off a couple times, and you're just like, mm-hmm. man, this dude is freaking. Just like yeah. ripped, but he also holds himself like he's like a super well, soldier. Even walking around and stuff, he looks real skinny too. He looks kind of skin yeah. and bone sometimes. Right. And then yeah, if he ever needs to take his shirt off, yeah. homie's kind of cut. So, yeah. okay. uh, so he's playing Wesker, who in the games is he is the big twist of the game. He is oh. the leader of your team that you go in, and then at the end of the game, you realize, oh no, he's been working for Umbrella the whole time. Oh, but so the game is the telling game, you that up front. I mean, the, the yeah, TV show. Well, the TV show. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I think the thing that's happened every time they try to adapt or even within the series to just like take a left turn in yeah. the Resident Evil franchise, it's always taking a different angle from it. And almost always that angle is from within Umbrella. Right. Like that seems to be like their go-to. Okay. Yeah. So that's what they're doing here now. They're kind of resetting the world. Everybody back to one. Right, uh, umbrellas evil. They're gonna make zombies. Go, uh huh. Yeah, right. Yeah, which we we've never you've never seen that before. I guess, huh? This we've never version seen... is totally different. Yeah, yeah. This well, is not like any version of Resident Evil I've seen yet. Uh, but what's the closest? Would you say like in terms of a game? Do we see uh-huh. like the fall of? I mean, the, the yeah, the fallout of the virus. Uh, yeah, but from, it's always or, but it's contained. already out. Oh, it's already it, out right. there in Mexico always, too. So, like by game four, you mm-hmm. or game five, you got to mm-hmm. travel to Africa because some version of the T mm. virus is spread there. So there'll be pockets of flare-ups of of zombie virus, and there's always the threat that it's gonna like over, like it's gonna explode and kill everybody. But there's usually some other sci-fi evil plot going on. Like the mm. the people in charge of Umbrella, their goal is not zombie apocalypse right, right exactly but, yeah but they're not their goal is not good either <laughs> you know like they're but, they're also evil and then yeah it's funny how they they kind of like thread that needle too i think and i'm not even sure if i understand talk about like, joy well who's joy uh, the character in the 
the and, uh, well, I think uh, it's the medicine, right? The the, the well, no, drugs the, that they're pushing. Well, yeah, but also the rabbits because they she they try and act like they're testing on those rabbits, but they said mm-hmm. no, they're not testing the uh, Lance Reddick well, character. Try, he says they're trying to cure, and then he stops yeah. out of frustration and he changes the subject. Right, right. So that was like, which hard did to, you? When the the lady character, his boss, mm-hmm. lists the, I had kind of gotten the impression that this drug that they're trying to push was some sort of a panacea for all mental like deficiencies. Yeah. Uh. So then when she starts, but but that was kind of vague in the drug commercial, like drug commercials are. Yeah. It's supposed to be vague. Yeah. Um. But then when she starts listing the things that it's gonna fix, uh-huh. I appreciated that she said chronic masturbators question mark and then (laughs) lifted her hand and said what are what are they gonna do with us or something like that yeah yeah, what about people like us yeah that was was very it was a fun line that was good but that actress uh is very annoying to me like yes her character like not the actress and not in a good way not yeah i don't hate her not like a fun way really i'm just i hate the choice that i would guess the director gave her to make with that yeah the way she's acting i would say These are choices of the director, and I disagree with them. Exactly. And somebody should have, hopefully, it would have been her that said, actress, right. is this right? Yeah. Are you sure about this? Like, are we sure we're going to go I don't this think far? that she's from stuff. I don't think, I don't no. know that she's, yeah, I think, I don't, no. there's not a lot of people in this, in this, uh, no, a lot of fresh faces. that I recognize, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the main uh, lady future, no, or present day, I guess you could say, because the rest is flashbacks. Jade, older Jade, Ella. Ella Balinska. Balinska, yeah. Like she looks kind of familiar. Fun name though, Ella Balinska. Yeah. She does look familiar. Um, oh, I'm, Charlie's I'm, Angels. The new. Do Charlie's we have a Angels. name for the sister, the modern day sister? Uh, she hasn't come out. I only saw the first two episodes, so she hasn't come out yet. We both only seen the first two. Yeah, and I was ah. gonna say since you just said it right now, uh, that's mm-hmm. the biggest mystery that I kind of am curious about is like what that, what the oh, older sister, Adeline Rudolph. Yeah, she's okay, a very beautiful young lady. She's uh I was I was I didn't think she was gonna be a like I thought maybe she might be a monster. Oh, okay. Yeah, like a mon like uh changed in some way. Yeah. Her face or something. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I see her here. Um yeah, so I'm curious like the relationship and how that works out, like because we're not really told too much about something happened between the sisters. The other sister went like to some crazy uh Okay, yeah. She's just grew up to look like rogue. Rogue, yeah. Okay. With the white hair in the front. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but yeah, then, um, yeah. So I'm just curious. Like, I don't know if they're going to pull it off. Like, I don't even know if it's going to matter. But they're kind of building it up like your sister, like, needs to see you and sending people to go get mm-hmm. uh, the one sister, uh, it's, Jade. Yeah. So it's all know. super tropey. It's very, yeah. like, leaning on um, stuff that's very stereotypical of. This kind of a sci-fi show, uh, I could easily see something of this quality being on sci-fi. Uh, sure, you know, Absolutely. like yep. a low-level, low to mid-range budget TV show that they would run. They would probably, mm-hmm. you know, hang their Friday night on a show like this. You know, um, absolutely. I would say because it's on Netflix, it's got a obviously a more uh, more of a budget. So. It does look a little better than most things I would say from what I know of uh, sci-fi sh- uh, channel shows. You know, looks yeah, a little bit better than that. I yeah, would say that but. if anything, uh, Netflix can afford budget better digital effects, so they yeah. just replace as much of the world with digital effects and yeah. and the stuff that you actually see that's physically filmed, and especially right. like if you look at the all the scenes in their in their neighborhood. Oh yeah, boy. Raccoon City. None of that neighborhood is real. That's all. Yeah. It's all white. Yeah, like I, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I thought about was that I mean, obviously they must be filming in a in a real neighborhood, but then just over like painted all, all the uh the houses in a I don't know, white, man. You know? That could all be on a sound stage maybe. It could be. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. I was trying to look for the seams and things. I was trying to see the, really how see the light it. looked on the on the kids when they were hanging out. The sky looked kind of real, so maybe You know what it made me think of? Was, Remember the harder they fall that western with the white town where everything's oh, yeah. painted white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's creepy. It's That's a creepy funny. look to put on it is. a place, just like all white. Yeah. The um, uh, now the the storyline. So mm-hmm. this is the story is very basic. Uh, I'm gonna I'm talking about the the story in the past. Uh, right. The origin it's of super the- super like like 
kids movie level writing i think (laughs) where they go like these two precocious kids keep getting in trouble at school but one of them really wants to be good but for kind of bad reasons and one of them wants to be bad but like for good reasons right uh and then like they cause the downfall of humanity by screwing yeah. around is right. that what we're getting to like is that where we're gonna end up because if it is yeah. i'm gonna tell you uh i don't feel for the wesker children uh i don't yeah I don't feel for them at all <laughs> yeah it was a weird thing to see yeah lance reddick show up when they let that dog out caused all this havoc down at the uh the laboratory and then lance reddick just is like oh no problem i'll cover for you guys like didn't have well, too much to say like he's not that kind of dad anyway he's not like a overbearing i had dad. i had kind of guessed in mm-hmm. the first episode, he injects himself with uh, their blood. Mm. Uh, I I can use... See, this is where a little more writing could go in. Yeah. Because he, like, takes their blood, like, mm-hmm. transfers it from vial to, like, injector, and then injects it. And I'm like, no, no, man. You're like a you're you live in a high tech town and you're the boss of a high tech company. Have a yeah. gizmo in your house that you put their blood into that turns it into like juice that you need. Don't right. don't just like so then by then I was like, oh, he's using them like they are his bank of whatever this supply is. And then right. I think in the second episode, she the his boss outright says, You're just using them because you uh, need to live, right? Oh, I don't I don't know if I was picking up on any of that, really. Yeah, she calls them your cute little blood bags. She says, uh, like, uh, one of her closing Wait, lines. Wait, so is d- like, describe that to me again. So he's using their blood to, to like, do something to himself. Really? It doesn't. It's not clear what he's doing. Yeah, but yeah. But in the second, in the first episode, he injects the blood, and it seems yeah. to be something positive for him. In the second one, after she's taking the bite, taking the bite from the dog, he in- yeah. he injects himself. Uh, oh, and he and has then a reaction. He gets like some sort of a crazy oh, reaction. Okay. He has to inject himself with something else, right? Which I think is just okay. the other sister's blood, right? Yeah, and we're not sure. But I'm like, at first make we think sciencey, she's dead, man. Yeah, right. what happens? That's we, dumb. So she she got bit by the dog. It looked like yes. Appears to die. Bit in the shoulder comes back, to death. Bit and, in the shoulder to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, but then comes back to life out of nowhere. But she's having problems, right? By the end of episode two, doesn't she? Isn't she like bleeding from Whoa. her nose or something? Can we all assume she's becoming a zombie, right? That's right. Like yeah. that's, she's yeah. been, she's that's a living person who's been bit by a zombie dog. Yeah. She, the zombie virus is coursing through her. But uh, knowing what we know that she lives into the future and is leading all these people mm-hmm. on the other side of things or whatever. Uh, right. So, there's some cure or something's going to happen, I guess. That's what's well, going to be coming up in the... That, I think we're led to believe that there was something wrong or not even wrong, but unique about her from the beginning because she believes that that's why that the blood taking thing is happening. Mm. Uh, that, that, that the dad is doing that because they need the medicine or they need okay. the help, right? They're be- they're being monitored. Not this is for him. They don't know right. that he uses the blood for himself. Right. Um, yeah. So, so I was led from the beginning to think there's something off about her. Plus, mm-hmm. they keep saying like, "Oh, she's had like episodes." So, like, you kind of go like, "Oh, what's that about?" Um, uh huh. Yep. Like they they've really led you to believe there's something odd about her, only right. to then go like, "No, there's nothing odd about her. She's totally normal." Only yeah. then for her to be bitten by a zombie, and yeah. you know that she lives. So now you're like, "Oh no, wait, there is something." <laughs> special about it it's it's like kind of aimless and just does whatever the story needs to do at the moment without regard for whether it it's building on a house of cards basically you know sure sure yeah um but yeah because i remember you saying i think in the upcomings that like for sure you're gonna check this out yeah but and i thought you were saying like you were guaranteed gonna watch it you thought like oh uh but, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh something with the words Resident Evil in the title. Yeah. There is a solid chance I'm gonna watch all the way through it. I don't believe I'm gonna watch all the way through this. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that says a lot, man. Cause I heard good things from somebody who I don't really um I don't know. I don't I don't they're just like a casual like watcher mm-hmm. of things and they liked it. They seemed to like it a lot. So that I was like, like, okay. Dude, that sounds yeah. like such a it, it's not. 
But what a what an awful thing to say if anybody said that about us, right? I know. Like, oh, just a just yeah. a casual watcher of things. <laughs> Go screw, buddy. How dare it's you? It's most people. That is most people of course, are that's casual the watchers. Way. Of this. You yeah. should, it's entertainment. Yeah. You should casually watch it. <laughs> yeah. But just to say that based on the yeah. critical reviews well, and knowing I'll tell what, you exactly why. Yeah. Um there's been a million sci-fi original series before. I've watched 7% of them, and I yeah. love science fiction. But the reason why uh, I don't watch the majority of those is because they are very, very full of tropes and stereotypes and yeah. cliches and stuff like that. Uh, right. They're boring to me. They're, I've yep. seen them all over and over and over again. Uh, but there is something to be – there's a reason why p- p- the detective procedurals uh, are so popular. Mm-hmm. Even though they're mm-hmm. all exactly the same, because there's there's comfort in watching that stuff over and over. So right. I don't begrudge people who watch all the Sci-Fi Channel original series because that's yeah. they're getting their their fix, their sure. Sci-Fi fix, sure. same as people get their cop fix. Yeah, but yeah, I, if this doesn't have, I watched uh, that Welcome to Raccoon City movie. Oh, it's okay. bad. It's not a good uh-huh. movie, uh-huh. but it's hardcore fan service. Yeah, like. Like everything they could figure out from the movies to shove into the movie, even if it fit awkwardly, sometimes sure. especially because it fit awkwardly. Yeah, yeah. Like they would shove it in, and yeah. that's fun too. That's yeah, another yeah, yeah. kind of fun. Right. Like, especially if you're a, a game player, you can be mm-hmm. like, oh, that's kind of a cool element, especially yeah. if it wasn't used in those other uh, Mila Jovovich series. Watching Ready Player One. Just to see all yeah. the different cars in the race. Sure. You know? Hey, there's sure. the A-Team van. Hey, yeah. the DeLorean. Yeah. You know? Right. Like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get this that. This doesn't have either of those things. It doesn't. Right. It's not good the way Resident Evil can be, and it's not fun the way Resident Evil can be. Yeah. We no no um, no no like uh, adaptation has been both yet. Right. 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 And that's what my brother. I, I watched. Uh, I watched the first two. Yeah, I guess he did watch both of them, and because uh, he was curious too. He's like yourself, played all the games, mm-hmm. knows the whole entire backstory. A man taste, you're saying? I get it. Uh, for games, okay, yeah, I'll say that right. for games. Um, yeah, and most some movies and stuff. Yeah, he's hit or miss. But uh, this, he was just like, yeah, not really into it. And I tried describing because most TV shows are obviously like if you're ten episodes. I think this is eight only. So they really kind of got to get into it. But of course, sure. the first episode is like an intro. Very intro y to the world. Setting, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, angsty kids in high school, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then, oh, then the clumsiness, though, of the cut, the cross cutting uh, really yes. drew attention to itself in the first episode. The second one, I thought they did a more seamless job and it kind of flowed better. But the first mm-hmm. episode is jarring, jarring when we cut from like the middle of kind of an action y scene to like the kids and then back to the action y scene. I was just yeah. like, this is it's it not sometimes good. seemed like it was trying to disorient, but uh-huh. it more it more appeared uh amateurish. Yeah. It appeared like, like you guys didn't know what you well were made. Right. Yeah. You guys didn't think about this or you tried to well, fix it in editing or something weird. You know, I don't know when this was made in regards to Netflix, like uh, panicking over their uh, mm. their earnings uh, numbers or whatever. Yeah. I know that they canceled yeah. a lot of shows when they saw that their numbers were kind of mm-hmm. like, in the toilet. Right. Um, so I don't know if this was made with that in mind. Uh, but at some point they were making so much stuff. There just isn't that many talented editors in the world. You right. Know? Like they're right. just they just isn't. It's true. So at yeah. some point, middling editors are going to get their hands on a project you're going to see. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And so, yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm going to. I have no reason to watch uh, yeah, more of this. I'm done with this one, too. I, and, yeah. You want. There's so, zombies. There's not a limited amount of zombie crap you can watch. Exactly. There's plenty. That's Go part of it, too, it. is just being burned out a little bit on. Yeah. Zombie stuff. Well, you, stuff, watch, you know? still watch so. The Walking Dead, I think, right? This is the first time I've fallen behind this bad, mm-hmm. and it's the final season, the two-part, or I think it's a three-part final season or some shit. And I'm the, what does that even like, mean? I know uh, that just like means two, three more seasons. Three. Well, they're mini. They're like <laughs> yeah, no, mini seasons, it. but it's stretched over a year, so it's like right. another season. But I don't, know. I don't know. They're weird. Which they're weird. But okay, then stop even calling them seasons. Just do exactly. what like Luther did where right. like five years later you'd get two episodes and yeah. you're thankful for them. <laughs> you're just like, yeah. screw it. I yeah. haven't had any in five years. I'll take well, it. Well, yeah, no, you're saying what it is absolutely, which is a marketing ploy to get you to 
to count down with them to the to the show leaving one of the yeah. biggest shows of all time um which it's not gonna leave they're wait, they're just gonna do something else with it yeah yeah there's already they already put it out i think um well what's the name of it i'm gonna look this Fear up walking dead and then there's um the brand what's new the other one. one called the tales of the walking dead or something like that uh, i'm gonna look it up right now stories of the walking dead walking <laughs> dead walking dead tales uh walking dead 2 lost in new york Okay, so this says that there's this is a side note. Andrew Lincoln, Dianara Guerrera to yes. reunite with a new new I series of The Walking Dead in 2023. Whoa, that's good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw cool. that pic. That's why it was. That's kind of a thing I wanted to mention about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, just speaking. All this is just speaking of zombie shit. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. Damn it! I saw ads for it, and I recognize some actors, obviously, but I just like I don't know oh, what the unique oh, oh. spin is. Uh, I yeah. remember what it's called. Uh, World Beyond. Isn't no, that that's different. That's a different one too. That's a different thing. That's it. Yeah. How many? Ten, how many? <laughs> so that is a. <laughs> but what new... is that then? What is Walking Dead World Beyond? That was the kids. Remember that was like following those kids in that community. Mm. Uh, I don't know that I remember what that is. They hinted at oh, some of those from these shorts. Yeah, I think pretty sure those were those kids because I tried it out for like I think two episodes. Um. For, oh yeah, the Daryl spinoff. The European Daryl spinoff. That's the other one. What's that called? Oh, Tales of the Walking Dead. I knew it was Stories of the Walking Dead or Tales. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not World coming. Beyond, July the spinoff that nobody watched. All right. Okay, That's not a different thing. Who they think. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, is there going to be something with Noah Emmerich from the first season? Wait, who's Noah Emmerich? He's the CDC doctor who explodes. Oh, wow. I'd have to see his face. To know who he is, but I'm um, just trying to see who's in Tales. Oh, Olivia Munn. Here we go. Sarah Graham, Jesse this T. Is, Usher. Welcome to, this is a podcast about two guys reading stuff off the internet, but not <laughs> talking about it. Excellent. Very <laughs> yeah. good. No, okay. this one. Okay, here you go. This is why I'm excited for this. I forgot about this. It has Alpha, who's Samantha Morton, um, the shaved head lady. The or, it's Her, her, her origin. Alpha? Right. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. origin. Yeah. She talks dumb. That yeah, I had yeah, a problem yeah. with that. I had a problem. I had a serious problem with that. It was not far enough into the apocalypse for a new version <laughs> of talking to have developed. That's a nonsense. Well, okay, but we're gonna get more of the origin of that. So she's gonna okay. not talk about that. There's she's a gonna not. Why they talk like nonsense? Yeah, maybe there is. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, All right. And I think it has to do with trauma. I liked her. Something. She was a good actress. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was spooky without being like. She was creepy without doing anything specifically creepy. Okay, here's some other people that are randomly in this. Terry Crews. All Park, right. Parker Posey. Yeah, all right. And Jillian Bell. So random. Do I like Jillian so, Bell? Yeah, she's like from um, uh, Workers. What's that? Oh, shit. What's that? That Comedy Central show with the guys who... Uh, workaholics? Workaholics. There you go. She's like the ditzy little like sidekick uh, girl. yeah. Just hanging around. Secretary girl. Yeah. She's all right. right. She's cool. All right. Neat. Yeah. Anyway. So that's I'm, I'm gonna watch a, I'm gonna watch at least one. I watched one of anything with zombies in it. Yeah, I think it comes out in August. I think they just moved it. Yeah, August fourteenth. So maybe we'll All right. back to well, that. Well, you heard us skip this. Uh, <laughs> wait for the next thing or yeah. do whatever. I don't care. You try it's one. Fine. Try one. Yeah. yeah. No, there's plenty of I, shit. You know what? People are saying it's getting a little bit better, but it does. It did settle at a three on uh, Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> or like uh, on IMDb. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Below four for sure. Yeah. So. But now we're gonna flip the script. We're gonna talk about something good. Yeah, yeah. We Apparently, do across that more the board. Often. We do that <laughs> yeah. more often. The Resident Evil thing, honestly, it's because you are a Resident Evil guy, so it's. Like, I, was I say, feel like, but I, I did not. Wait. I was not the one who uh, suggested true. Resident Evil. To be clear, I didn't. True. I didn't say, "Hey, let's do that one." I was like, no. I, I think I mentioned oh, I'm probably going to watch some of that garbage anyways. And then yeah. you said, well, why don't we do it for the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you talk when we're yeah. not on microphones. <laughs> Dan talks like this. I don't know why. Yeah. And it's also it's a thing that it's like uh, I think we I think I proposed we watch it because I heard it might be good. And then was like, let's do it. And then we watched it. And then we're like, nope, we didn't like it. And. Oh, we still are got to do it, I guess, but I we didn't like have to. to. Imagine that you're like tone low. You were like, let's do it. Some, what does he say? Let's kick it. I think maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Let's that's kick it. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's oh. wild thing. All right. Okay, oh, so we watched the good show. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that show? It's two words: Blackbird. Blackbird, not one word. Blackbird, possibly the uh, best Beatles song. <laughs> two words. 
That that's funny you say that because that obviously popped into my head more than yeah. once, and I'm trying to put together what Blackbird means. Because I think, think it might have something to do with the Beatles song. No, I really don't. Oh. I don't think so. Is this a flashback show? Is it take place? It does take place. I think a little bit back in time. Uh, huh? Yeah, slightly. It seems to be pretty early '90s ish. Kind Is it of? that far Let's back? Find out. Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was quite that far. But you're right. He's got I think. I think some right. style that looks kind of dated. Yes. Yeah, when he's wearing his suits or whatever. Well, you know what he did? Yeah, it was the turtleneck. The turtleneck under the blazer right. really, really gave me some uh, I mean, 90s he, vibe. He pulled it off, but still it's like nobody wears turtlenecks anymore. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm looking to try to figure out when okay. it happens. While you look that up. Explain it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is the storyline right here. After Jimmy Keene is sentenced to 10 years in prison without parole, he cuts a deal with the FBI to enter maximum security prison for the criminally insane and befriend a suspected serial killer uh, who's a guy we've seen in a lot of other stuff. Very good, kind of creepy overweight yes. dude uh keen's job is to elicit a confession from hall in order to slam the door on hall's appeal and find the buried bodies of as many as 18 women um yeah and so i mean i think we're both two episodes oh no i, th- I watched three we're all watched mm-hmm. two there's four out so far of uh six total coming so it's a short it's a short series but it's very dense like the episodes are uh, have a lot going on and they uh have weight they have weight to them there's a lot of drama um, yes which you can feel. You can feel that weight. The Yeah, the first episode I loved, actually, because um, we're not re- quite sure. Like, if you don't know what this show's about, you might be thinking it's a completely different show than it is uh, based on seeing this dude doing some gangster shit in his nice-ass yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. The beginning of the show, oh, the show's a little bit, I like the show. Blackbird's a good show. Yeah. Um, I think it's worth watching. I've seen the two. I'll keep watching. I don't know if I'll make it to the end. It depends on how it, how it gets yeah. gets going. Yeah. But uh, it's good. It's it's cool. It's the the first episode was pretty like uh, uh, nail bitey. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The it's it's uh, heartbreaking uh, to see uh, Ray Liotta, uh, right? Especially in this in a in a part that has him sick. Yeah. In this, in this part, he is ill and does not have much time to live. Uh, and that turned out to be true in real life for right. the actual actor. So there's, yeah. you know, it's a little bit of difficulty. True to you know, if, you, if you're an true old to life. Ray Liotta fan, yeah, you like that old good fella. Yeah, gonna, it's gonna hit a little close to home. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And he wasn't even that old. Like he's uh, he's my dad's age. I, I, he was born yeah. the same year as my dad. So he and he looks uh, he looks every bit, if not, you know, I would I thought he was older. I actually thought he was like in his seventies or something, right. but didn't quite uh, hit that. Yeah, but they and they age him up a little bit. The yeah, thing is, they age him up, or they sick him up a little bit in this. Sick him, but for he sure. Doesn't look that sick though, man. Even like for being in real life, like yeah. sick. He but does, it's like he looks good. He looks all right. Uh, yeah, and Ray Liotta has this thing that you like worry about him because he goes so hard in the paint that you're like, dude, you're gonna have a heart attack. Like you're going yeah. so hard, and I'm just yeah. like thinking in my head, like just take it easy in this role. Like does. just take it easy, man. But yeah. that's what's so beautiful about his characters, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Everything okay. In in descending order from good to bad, uh, Ray Liotta and his wife sitting at home arguing over the phone. Yeah, F- fantastic. Yes, acting. yeah. Just some just some mm, beautiful like relationship work there. Yeah, they're 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 they go from being on like knife edges with each other yeah. to like just this deep like loving friends. smile. Yeah, yeah. That, like mm-hmm. oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that no, was great. At the bottom of that list is anything he's doing with the police. Holy <laughs> crap, that stuff yeah. sucks. All yeah, the yeah. stuff in the dentist uh, office, yeah. boo, thumbs down, boo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why, like, I was like, okay, we're not gonna get that much Ray Liotta, and I'm okay with that if we get all like the solid, like the, the prison it was scenes. Good. It's all really the good prison stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, him on the phone talking to his son. Ray yeah. Liotta, great uh, reveal. Ray Liotta was a cop. Uh, right. And then great secondary reveal, probably on the take. Like, yeah, I was gonna say good one-two punch. Right, especially when your son is obviously like not in the mob, but he's in some kind of organized crime situation. Right, right but he, but you're a cop on the take. Who would he learn it from? Right, no, <laughs> like, no, 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 I know. Yeah. But that's why I'm thinking. I was thinking at the beginning, uh, for sure, Ray Liotta was also a mob guy. You know, because I didn't know mm. the, we don't know the story at all. Where, but it makes where, sense. And, that, but then I thought, and that's why I think it's such a good one-two punch, is yeah. that when they re- reveal that he's a cop, I was brokenhearted for him. 
Right. Oh my God, this man is a man of the law. Yeah. And his son is not only chosen to like be like to break right. it, but right. this, but Ray Liotta clearly doesn't care. Yeah. About it. Yeah, yeah. The last thing on his mind. Well, and then it, and, and then beautiful, and then you find out. Oh no, he's also a criminal. <laughs> he right. Is a criminal. Right. Well, then and then also though, just his dad being a cop, not even knowing he's dirty, that hurts. This that's dude Jimmy yeah. on the inside too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's if that gets out, like, that's oh like a, right, sure. Yeah. That except mm-hmm. that then we find out that no, no, he's he's crooked. He's a crooked guy. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but are you? Can't, I'm trying to put together because I saw these episodes obviously at least over a week ago. Yeah. Uh, by episode end of episode two, uh, Jimmy makes it into the maximum security prison. I believe. Yeah. Right. Yeah, then, he's all the way in. They don't okay. meet until the very end of the episode. And I was right. a little upset that we had it took waited long. this long to get there. Okay, um, can I tell you, though? I want to justify some yep. of this and why part of the reason I really like this show for what it's doing is it's really, really trying to get you on board in that first episode and convince you of this situation with the FBI lady who's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Like, she yeah. did a really good job uh, kind of being the foil to Jimmy and that she's trying to like suss out is he really the the best candidate it's like almost like a job interview like a hard hardcore job interview like but that's the parts that I didn't like I think I think we're gonna we're gonna separate here because yeah I thought you know what she seemed like she was like Alex Trebek with all the answers and like I never bought that that was her position of strength like Mm. like Jimmy for being a guy who's supposed to have his head in the game and he's so smooth and he's slick and he's clever he's not a genius He's just clever. Yeah. He can tell things about people. Yeah. When they talk to him, he guesses. That's what his his strength is in understanding other people's characters, right? Right. Uh he's constantly falling for their stupid lies. Like like yeah. he constantly believes them when they tell him like the simplest dumb thing. Uh-huh. He falls for every bluff she throws. Literally yeah. every time she bluffs, he right. like loses patience within like 5 seconds. Right. Like, oh, okay, yeah. fine, you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see what you're saying. Okay. That, I didn't feel that's that why way. I, didn't I don't like know. Her. That's I liked her better in the pa- in the scenes of the past. I when, when oh, okay. okay. When and I like those scenes. Yeah. But uh, what's his name is a pro. Kinnear. Uh, Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear yeah, is yeah. such a such yeah. a goddamn pro. Yeah. Uh, I forget that it's Greg Kinnear, and I get mad because yeah. because I get mad because it to me in my head I'm not giving Greg Kinnear his credit because right. I forget that it's him. <laughs> and and I get mad because I'm like, where's it? Where's Greg Kinnear been? Why sure, isn't anybody sure. using this guy? God damn it. Like he did so Whoa. many string of movies. He did a long ass 10 year like string. Remember yeah. from like as good as, it, as gets, it gets, he got nominated. Sure. That's, yeah. where, that's where we all realize he's an 10 incredible years. actor. 15 years he did he did shit. Yeah. yeah. So And I bet you he's been doing things since then. We just don't maybe. notice it because he that disappears. Could be. That could be. And he's just like maybe not doing super high profile stuff. Maybe maybe. But I think too, it's yeah. like some of these actors, they just take a back seat. They got kids in high school. Somebody you know, gives them a juicy uh script. And and I gotta tell you, uh, if if I was if I was an actor, Jimmy's not my part. The Greg Kinnear parts, that's my part. That's a good part. Yeah, like that's yeah. the way that he's got to juggle uh, the stupid cops and the and the murderer. Right. What a what a what a cool what a way to show a guy being cool without yeah. ever showing him do a cool thing. Yeah. He's not tough. He's not slick. He's just right. like. Give me a second, you dummies. Yeah. I'm in the middle of something. Well, especially because we're sitting here like we see this is the killer. Yeah. And you he's just sitting here because of his own free will. And he's just like out of his mind. And so lazy cops. And, la- yeah. and the fact yeah, that yeah, cops yeah. are lazy. Right. And the fact that he's like able to play the perfect cool, like you're saying, between all this so that he can get his hands on this guy. Yeah. Even sometimes really cool. I, I was worried that he was being ineffectual or like not being forceful enough or whatever. And right. then... Uh, Two, three seconds later, be like, oh, no, he very masterfully, like, coddled everybody yeah. in a way that, like, kept them from interfering with him. Like, right. Well done. Very, yeah, yeah, very yeah. Smart. So, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, his part yeah. is so good. I very much enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in just to, just to pick so, at uh-huh. something in that section of the show, mm-hmm. uh, I love to see, you know, my I love to see my people on screen. I love to see representation. It's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, but holy crap, uh, the Hispanic <laughs> cop, I don't understand what that character was. What I don't even that remember. he kept for he kept saying it was the cop that that won't let him talk to the dude. Oh, remember? okay. He keeps oh, saying he's not right. your guy. He's not your guy. Right. Who's like? And who, then at the d- end, he tells him like it's all gonna be okay. And yeah. I was like, what is? Why are 
are you telling him that? Yeah, that was weird. The guy that basically put him in contact with the yeah. uh, serial the guy killer guy. The, the, the detective yeah. that called. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Day. And he's like, no, so he's just a guy. slow guy. He's just like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, now, right. That was a weird I think, character. I think that the motivation of the character uh, was I've screwed up. I have mm. to keep pretending like, mm. not pretending, but mm-hmm. I have to convince myself that I did not screw up. It can't be this guy. It's right. not this guy. Oh, God, please don't let it be this guy because right. I have been letting him get away. Yeah. Th- oh, but interesting. I don't think that was, we didn't no. get there. No. <laughs> I don't think we got there. Yeah. I think that's the right way to go with that character. Yeah. But I don't think we got there. And I think the scene where he says, uh, it's, everything's going to be okay. And then the killer says, nothing's ever going to be okay again is one of the most preposterous <laughs> scenes I've seen in, in a good television program in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That was before they took him in, right? That was like yeah, the right first... before they took him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And then speaking of that dude, um, Paul Walter. Oh, yeah. Hauser. The killer? Yeah. The killer man. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's good. He's. It's a little heavy, though? right? It's a little. You know who I see? Yeah. And, and, what show I realize this is much more like than, uh-huh. than anything else? Manhunt or Mindhunter. Okay. Uh, in the yep. first season of Mindhunter, mm-hmm. uh, the most infamous of the murderers that they cover is that big dude. What's his name? Fuck. We just talked uh, about this like uh, yeah, episode and, and the actor. We, and I we still brought forget. him up a number of times because he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But that's tra- what this guy's doing. This right. guy's just doing a take on that. He's yeah. trying to make it his own. But mm-hmm. the thing that he decided on is not as good as the thing that he's kind of modeling it after. Yeah, exactly. And you haven't seen this yet, but in episode three, mm-hmm. um, Jimmy's starting to kind of like break through and befriend the dude. And uh, he, we get into some weird territory. We're, we're talking about women in some very, very crazy ways, you know, and stuff. And so we're starting to see this other side that's not just cartoony, but it's a little more dec- deprived and like... Uh, despicable in a way so it's like right yeah i kind of like it if it goes darker you know because it's kind of cartoony unless you go dark the, i think you know? the i think the 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 needle to be threaded here mm-hmm. and and this is maybe why i was a little upset they set up so many dominoes to force jimmy to make this decision uh-huh. uh like they didn't need that many uh i feel like the dad getting sick was like very uh, almost fridging a woman, you know, like right, uh, very right. getting very close to one person's health being the other person's like sole motivation. Yeah. Uh, but there was, there was, it, it's got to be about how it gets dark to be next to that guy. That's what right. the show has to be about. Yep. Not about his dad being sick or him feeling bad about the crimes that he's done in the past. These could be mm-hmm. themes that are like running across. But the main storyline is about Jimmy's a pretty regular dude. He's he's yeah. clever and he's a criminal, but otherwise he is what we would like to believe we would be if we were running scams the way he's running scams, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. What does it look like if us Clever us yeah. had to convince the devil that we're on board. Right. That's well, a cool idea. Yeah. And then it goes back to all the things about Jimmy that are kind of uh, like um, character traits, like you were saying, like where he's kind of like he can blow up easy. He has a temper, mm-hmm. these kind of things. So like when he's dealing with this psychopath, does he can he hold his cool? Sure. Is it going to get to the point he's going to give up his cover? Is he going to end up just killing the dude? And you know what I'm saying? Out of frustration because he's like, this guy needs to die. You know, these kind of things. So it's like it's that's part of the threading of this needle of the show is like, how do we get him to reveal but still have Jimmy fight against some of his urges too? Right. And they have this whole angle. Oh, I don't see. I don't know if you've seen this too, but in episode mm-hmm. three, there's like this, uh, this security guard in the new place. That's holding, uh, holding it over Jimmy's head like he's gonna. He wants payout because he knows who he really is because he has a cover. Jimmy gets a cover in there, and that cover is sure. blown by his dad, kind of uh, okay. showing that he was a cop son and all this. Because they they made it some other story about backstory now, about who he was. Yeah, I just uh, uh, it's in the in, a show like this is built on like giving the main character problems and then trying to stop all the obvious ways he could fix it yeah. so that he has to come up with a super interesting way to fix it. Yes. Uh, why can't he just tell his police officer contacts who he sees kind of regularly, right? The girl that's his girlfriend. The that's FBI. His, that's, 
Yeah. The FBI Why people. Why can't he just tell them, hey, I've got a security guard that's trying to. Screw okay. Me. So the way they present it is that the FBI, like nobody knows that he's undercover and nobody right. can know except the FBI. And right. there's like one other guy in the prison that's like the psychologist or somebody. He's a confidant. Right. He's a confidant a, of him. A uh, bit but contrived. But yeah, shows, I know. Shows got to be contrived sometimes. Some parts yeah. have to be contrived. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mind it because I like that kind of like idea of like, how's he going to get out of, uh, how's he going to get out of this one kind of a. Uh, thing you know it's fun it's fun and it's only it goes back to that thing we've mentioned too is like you can tell by how many episodes how quick this thing needs to move to resolve things and i could see it easily having to be a second season or something because yeah oh definitely six episodes is like not does not seem like enough so yeah yeah what do you do though what is the season what is the cliffhanger for this Um, like this yeah i mean it's like uh i mean the the cliffhanger cliffhanger of tandal is everybody who knows that he's in jail dies and now he's stuck i mean that's the that's that's infernal affairs that's um the departed right that's part of it that could be maybe actually into the second season where let's say that he gets to the location of some of the bodies uh, but then we need more bodies. So maybe that's like a thing where it's like, how can we maybe get to the bottom of like where more bodies are or something? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And it's based on a book. The thing is, this thing is based on a book. So is it, is it that they're going to cover the entirety of the book? Um, the book's called In In With The in Devil. The, in With The Devil, A Fallen Hero, A Serial Killer, and A Dangerous Bargain for Redemption by James Keane and... I shouldn't have chosen to uh, read this. Hillel, 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 Hillel Levin. Who's that? H-I-L-L-E-L. Based on the book. Oh, two guys wrote it. Yep. Two guys wrote the book. Okay. And then the guy who's actually involved that I, that drew my eye and kind of, uh, kind of gave this even more weight, uh, figuratively and literally actually in terms of the show is because he's a mystic. He did Mystic River. He wrote Mystic River. Uh, you remember that movie? I don't know if you remember that yes, Clint Eastwood yes. movie. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I saw it uh, in theaters. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was a great. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, I'm trying to see what else he wrote here. Uh, Mr. Mercedes. He did some of those. Uh, that's a Stephen King adaptation TV show. Um. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And I saw all those, and I like that show. That's a good. Is show. it good? It's a good show, man. I like it. I, I think you would like it. Couldn't make heads or tails of the trailers, and I wanted to see it. You should I see just... it. I think okay. you should. For all you, right. knowing you, I think you could get. You would like. Uh, yeah, it's it's got kind of a uh, a uh, what do you what do you call those what do we call those guys that sit in the basement that uh, you know don't have sex with women and kind of like hate the world. Oh, like uh, incel. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of an incel. Incel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like oh, a, really? Like a, it's like an incel guy that's like controlling shit from his basement, and they they're trying to figure out like. Uh, where he is, and then they that do eventually. Not, you know. Okay, yeah. So who's the main? Who's the main guy in that? This is like an older British dude who's punching yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. What's his? Oh god, I forget his name. He's got the son is he the too. Guy he's from a Star Billy Wars guy. No, I don't believe so. Not that guy. I don't okay. think he was. Well, that's the Sopranos guy. That Billy Hammer, of, the first Netflix original series. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. The mobster in Sweden. Yeah. Um. No, Brendan Gleeson. Is Mr. Oh, right, Mercedes right. Detective. Okay, Dan, back to Blackbird. Yes. Uh, so, Scottish post-rock, uh, Scottish post-rock band, uh, Mogwai, uh, yep. his name came up at the beginning of this show, and I said, oh, what? Because the music? So, I looked into it, and yeah, yeah. Mogwai does all the music oh. for the series. Dan, Dude, the music is great. It's is it? I liked it. I, was I loved say, it. It's okay. okay. Oh, I was way into well, then, it. I didn't, right. didn't bring it up yet because I was working my way then there. I should shut my mouth. No, no, no. Uh, it's if it hits I you, it hits you. I was surprised it wasn't as I thought. It, when you when I see like a like an established band for yeah. absolutely no reason taking over musical duties and all of the musical duties on a show, uh-huh. I often expect them to have this big like like a a big difference to make to really right. stand out to right. give the show character yes and i thought a lot of this music sounds like it could be in uh mindhunter in another who did uh-huh. who, who produced mindhunter that's is that fincher David fincher yeah. yeah yeah in a fincher thing it yeah. sounds like fincher music sure yeah so and it, and so it's... okay i guess i don't i don't mean okay i mean i next level kind of I like i thought uh, it was going to be sound like something unique. yeah and yeah yeah it sounds I, like fincher stuff i can tell you this because 
my thing where I draw a line between is is this thing using and this is for movies too classical score like kind of old school just like and if it's not it's gonna go maybe the electronic way yeah where it's using synths and stuff like that not necessarily super unique but still like it says something and it stands out and so for me that's like that montage stuff at the beginning with uh with jimmy is uh it's very cool like it adds a lot that music to me it was like mm-hmm. it was helping give me like a sense of uh what they were trying to convey i'm gonna go watch that so, scene again i want to yeah. see if i get the feeling that okay you got, for sure okay yeah yeah so like i appreciated that there's been some other scores like that recently i forget what the the recent movie i saw was and i was like damn i gotta look up that score because it reminded me of cliff martinez who did uh you know has done the scores for like uh a lot of um uh, uh soderbergh movies and okay. uh, nicholas winding Refn stuff like drive and uh now yeah that and, uh, i know only god forgives stuff and, stands out a lot uh, yes i i'm soderbergh movie music i'm not remembering now right now but oh yeah contagion sure Refn contagion Refn music is is all very obviously like it's yeah got a electronic yeah yeah it's great so cool um yeah when it stands out it stands out so i didn't know it was mogwai i was meant to look it up and i didn't look it up yet it's uh, yeah that's it's cool mogwai that's cool i i i found myself paying more attention to incidental music that is um like yeah, yeah that plays like mm-hmm. for, for example when they're when they're on the phones in the mm-hmm. jail uh whatever mm-hmm. and i was listening to it in my head i could not imagine like a post like a post-punk rocker like sitting at a at a board uh, yeah perfect too because like i to me the uh, the essential like old rocker come uh, s- uh soundtrack creator is yeah. uh what's his name nine inch nails yeah Trent uh, Trent Reznor. Reznor. yeah he's the like he's the mom, now right he's the guy yeah mm-hmm. he's the he's, he's the amazing. way up, and they mogwai is a band that started in 95 they are like contemporaries yeah like so right right That's i what... expect guys who looked like uh, nine Inch Nails in the '90s to now be sophisticated right. musicians <laughs> of note, you know, like yeah. now, yeah, yeah, they, they, sure. they grew up with the music and they and they decided to do something artistic with it. Right. So yeah, I was either hoping for art, uh, like um, like a little more uh, perspective, that, like from the chew on, you know, something yeah. different I that it. I wouldn't expect. Karen O, they grab for uh, for soundtracks every now and then, and she mm. always makes her stuff sound very like. Distinct. Her own, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, I get but that. But it was good music. And it was good music, though. Yeah, and sure. a good example of that is uh, the Social Network's first, like, oh, yeah. uh, 45 minutes where it's just, like, wall-to-wall synth stuff. It's mm-hmm. very obvious. Trent Reznor. It, like, makes the movie for me because... Uh, it is if somebody else did it, or if it was, like, a normal score, a classic score, it would have been, hor- been a horrendous... I think it seriously would have... Like, the movie wouldn't have been the same, you know? So, That's a... Sor- Sorkin yeah. wrote that. Who directed it again? That's, That's a Fincher. A That's a Fincher. Fincher. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So they they're just together. They work. They just work all the time together. They yeah. He's got people now. He's got his. Go-to Did he do the music for people. House of Cards too? No, I don't think he was doing scores by that time because that was a uh, long time ago. Like the early House of Cards was like at this point. Well, like yeah, 10 but years? didn't Reznor do least, the score for, uh, for the first seven? thing he did? No, seven? no, 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 no. The first seven? social well, network was his that first video? thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he won an Who Academy Award. That video at the beginning of Seven. I don't know. That might have been just, that, but that would have been this thing where, it, like, you didn't score the movie. You might have done a song that's over the credits or something like that. You know, like you get nominated for a best song, but that's different than doing the score. You know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Know I can't seven. find the name of the person that I'm huh. looking for from Seven. I don't recall. I know yeah, that the person who there's so there's at the beginning of the song. Oh, duh! I know. I'm, <laughs> such a, I'm so simple. Uh, <laughs> the reason why I. I was thinking Trent Reznor did the score for Seven yeah. is because the main the song that opens that uh, oh. movie is Closer. Oh, okay. by Nine Inch okay. Nails. God, that's remember? so on the nose. It's a super messed up, that. but it's super. Oh, but no, go it's watch a murder the scene though. It's the it's no, 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 no. with the body. It's oh. just it's a it's all montage. It, it's oh, a, it's a, yeah. I want to say it's like it's somebody famous is did it uh, uh-huh. famous for nerds. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Did the montage of him putting those books together? Remember, oh, they find those notebooks okay. in his apartment. Yeah, there's a montage of like him cutting his like finger yeah. uh, or his uh, fingerprints off. Yeah, and it's right. all to this super super industrial like uh-huh. almost deconstruction of mm-hmm. Closer. Right, where it's okay. it's almost you'd almost can't hear the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like check it out. It's one of the best like intros to a movie it's terrifying too you're watching you're gonna watch a scary movie or yeah. like a movie about a killer it's horrifying 
that you just reminded me too, because I wonder if that opening is taken as like influence for like opening credit scenes for like uh, TV shows. Remember, because you know how like there there started to be like a lot of like oh yeah montagey little like cutting between all the elements sure. of the stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I gotta go watch I, that. Again. I know for a fact that 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 montage, the seven intro, mm-hmm. has been brought up in like a number of video essays oh, about. Okay. Interest. Yeah. Okay. Like they, so okay. definitely, it's it's a it's a source of uh, of uh, inspiration. Sure. Sure. Cool. Man. But this show, yes, uh, does fall. I think. What do you think? It falls. It's a. It's like a broy mind hunter. Yeah, that's exactly kind of, it. right. Yeah. yeah, it's like kind of a lot of elements of. I mean, it takes place in prison, but it has these other elements of uh, of like gangstery type uh, mm-hmm. stuff too. So yeah, it's like a cool blend. It's a cool blend where it's yeah. like, and it's kind of changing on a whim. Like I said, it opens one way. All of a sudden we're like in this other kind of uh, situation, just like Jimmy is. So it's, uh, can I, yeah. Can curious. I ask in the yeah. third and well, you've only seen the third episode. Third, yeah. Are they, are we done with the, with the flashbacks? Are we no longer going to be jumping back to when Greg Kinnear is actively hunting? I think, uh, no, I think there was flashbacks, but at some point I think we're going to catch up. Like, I think we're working our way forward because how many years is it it's like three year like the dude's in prison for a certain 14 period of time. months yeah and then he's got an appeal he's waiting on but then the court case and yada yada goes on between the time they catch i want to say i think it's something like that it's something like 14 months um, no it's more than that it's like years i it? thought yeah i thought it was at I least three years well he's been in there maybe 14 months at this point but because mm-hmm. he's established in the prison like that Dang, dude i had it written down somewhere but yeah yeah, yeah. uh because it two thousand ninety. Um, I do want to something like that. Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be able to uh, get this down. Okay. Oh, you know okay. why? You know it's in the middle of the nineties. Because he drives a Dodge Viper. Yeah, oh. he pulls up in a pure Dodge Viper, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. look at that! Yeah, big hole in the middle of the car and everything." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, And then those, uh, vans, but it is mid nineties. I did see, I did see, like I saw somewhere yeah. when I was looking it up. It's mid nineties. Um, yeah. I do want to talk a little bit about Greg Kinnear's uh, detective work. Okay, uh, so he kind of goes into the zone a little bit. He works right. himself into a flow state. And he starts yeah. to see the world in a way that it, it almost looks like the world is unfolding for him. It's giving him clues or it's showing him perspectives that maybe he didn't see. The right. main one that we keep uh, seeing, because uh-huh. it's, I think, the most beautiful uh, story-wise and visually, yeah. is of the first murder victim who we actually interact with riding her bike next to the cornfield. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful scene, a gorgeous oh, yeah. and like gutting scene. Because yeah. the first time you see it, you—I mean, I figured she was gonna die. This yeah. is a show about a murderer. Here's a little girl on a bicycle. Right. Goodbye, little girl. Uh, and it opens but, the show, doesn't it? Like open the yeah. show too. And it's yeah. Jimmy okay. narrating, right. t- telling right. you about how things are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To learn that the next time we see that shot of her looking over her shoulder on that bike yeah. uh, was going to be uh, Greg Kinnear contemplating her death. Like yep. that really like that's is very well done. Right. There's this gorgeous emptiness to the sky in front of her. Something that I think you get to see a lot in the flatlands of middle America and stuff. Sure. Um, it's just this giant like like empty sky that looks like it's coming down on this tiny little girl who just just stopped for the wrong person right just stopped her bike to turn over her shoulder to speak to just the wrong guy and yeah. just the worst thing in the world happened to her yeah like and, it and probably, really sells it and it's just one of those things like because a lot of times like you're a kid you don't think twice about cutting through the cornfield or whatever the right. hell but she cut through like the most remote place you know and so it's just like all right or did she get taken there or she got taken in the neighborhood no. and then he well and then she's he riding on the bike Oh yeah, she's he, he disposes the bike. of yeah. the of the, he he doesn't he says something to the extent of I didn't do a good enough job like right. getting rid of that body I should right. have gotten I should have done he a better job. He felt bad about it, yeah. But he does like there is a scene where he's standing out there. Uh, I don't even remember how he gets to this particular place because I remember thinking like, why are you there, uh, right. Greg Kinnear? Like right. you shouldn't be right. You should be in the middle of doing something, yeah. not just standing there. But he is stand. <laughs> I think he might even not be standing near the murder site. He just imagines it. Mm. So he's standing like outside of some trailers or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sees a van driving mm. down the street. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not 
that van. Why right, right, right. why would that van be the So yeah. I don't think he was looking at that van going, yeah. "Hey, who's that?" You know, right. like that's not. What he was doing is going that's what it probably looked like for the van, this unmarked whatever gray van driving yeah. down the street from deep in this field, watching it all the way out on the street. It's probably where she was standing. And he kind of follows the van and her his eyes lead towards a long stretch of field, which now I think is not where he's standing. Right. He's remembering the girl. Sure. Yeah. Like that scene is really breathtaking. Like, yeah. Like it's so simple and it really gives you this a sense of how awful what happened is and a sense of what a good detective Greg Kinnear is. Right. Right. Yeah, some, for some, sure. Some quality directorship, I think, in this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why, like, because having only three episodes left, I'm really curious. Um, you know, it's just so much left on the table. Like, if we're going to yeah. find these bodies, is he going to get... Because three episodes to get this dude to break down, like, how are you going to get him to say where the body... You know, all this stuff is, like... It's Especially, interesting. Especially, you've seen already how the going is going. Like you see how well he's doing. Yeah, the, I, right. I did like that the FBI uh, agent gave him that that piece of advice of to be like his brother, like like his brother right. loves him and right. like babies oh, him. I forgot about Don't that. Don't be a cool guy. Be his brother. Right. Be, and that's like, you know what he's doing because his brother was a cool guy. So but like he is like, being like he that. appeared cool. He yeah. didn't treat him the way cool guys treat other people, right. which right. is with derision and like putting him down. But, but that was a smart choice because yeah, Jimmy chooses not to change who he is fundamentally. You know, he's just using the the better parts of who who he. When that lady, like the FBI lady, talks about how he can get to know people and how people l- allow him to talk to him because he kind of just like is quiet. And reserved. Yeah, that so was a good little talk, bit. You know, yeah. I enjoyed that bit. Yeah, I like her with him when they're working together. I yeah. think that they got a good dynamic going. Mm-hmm. They look like I, I'm certain there's going to be a romantic tension. <laughs> of course, there uh, needs to, I, there needs to be. I, I think don't, for that scene I don't want there to be. I no no no. There was. To be. Oh, I think there was. Oh, that's like in fine. That, you know, it's like fine. But it, it's not going to go any. I also think there sh- there has to be because that's how America watches television. Right, right, uh, right. But, yeah. uh, but I don't think they – I think they're great as teammates. I think they're yeah. going to make great partners. It seems yeah. like, you know, it's Lady and the Tramp rever- – or yeah, no, it's Lady and the Tramp. It's yeah. perfect. Right, yeah. And then it's um, it's getting uh, – there's a thing. I don't know if it's in your episode two where she tells Greg Kinnear, hey, I'm using uh, – a prisoner and he like hangs up on her and then but then he comes oh, around yeah. to it full circle and he's like you know what this could maybe like be our only shot so he gets on he, board well, you know? yeah he says something yeah. to the extent of that's desperate right right yeah and then later on goes i'm desperate yeah exactly right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah so yeah that, that was that's so having him stuff, on board man. yeah yeah it's good stuff man people are loving it it's it got is, good it reviews is. and stuff like people a lot of people are saying it's their favorite shows of the year and stuff so yeah it's oh, definitely cool there, there was a fun there was a fun uh thing that I thought I noticed. I might be wrong about this, but uh I feel like I remember somebody making a move to do headphones, like to remove your headphones. Uh-huh. But the move was very obviously earbuds and oh. in a time <laughs> when there would not have been earbuds. Oh, funny. She was wearing like oh. headphones like over yeah, yeah. Her, like over the head headphones. Yeah. But I believe the move is like the, like oh. it was like a down <laughs> like moving the headphones down. It's like yeah. no, that's not how you would take yeah. those headphones. You off. would take them you, you would, would be like this out, be like out this. and back yeah, yeah. or forward. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. funny. I think that was, was does Craig can you have a daughter? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. right. That's where it would yep. have been. Then yeah. Oh, that's right cuz she's super smart and she's like yeah, like Dad, don't worry about me. I can get good grades and mm-hmm. fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah that was an. Fun. I love anachronistic things in period pieces yeah. because I do not. There was. I met somebody who was in charge of that, uh-huh. of continuity oh, on set. Yep. That is a bananas job, dude. Dan, didn't, uh, our didn't Hannah. Hannah yeah, that? I was yeah, gonna say Hannah used to do that yep. too. That's a script. Yeah. That's a script supervisor uh, thing. Cause you make notes in the script next to like lines with like half lit cigarette uh, at this uh, line or half no, half no, drink no, water. Uh, back in the days of dragons, there was no Starbucks, things like that. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they were sleeping. I don't know, dude. I don't know yeah. how much money you got to pay somebody to get eh, that stuff. They, right, were, yeah, they human, were coming humans. to the end of the show. They didn't care anymore. Yeah. Was, 
senioritis on the on the part of the Game of Thrones uh, yeah. continuity people. It's just it's humans. This is a human, all humans. But yeah, yeah, I don't get mad at him. That seems like an impossible yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I love I love catching this. It's just how yeah, many if you saw this one, how many millions did you not because right. they were doing their job? Yeah. Oh yeah, and at some point, dude, it, it's like because you can go on IMDb and they people list all the oh god all the stuff, and I don't like that. I don't like that goofs, because goofs. Yeah, you and then you like can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Once you see that stuff, it does take you out a little bit. You're too. like, no, yeah. But yeah. then you go back and watch old movies that have been stretched a little bit to get the like uh, the frame right a little uh-huh. bit more, and uh-huh. suddenly there's freaking boom mics all over the place. Oh yeah! Did yeah. I ever tell you that happened in a movie I saw? Um, adaptation with uh, Nicolas Cage. And, okay, uh, I back, love that movie. It's a great movie. But you know what? This only happens on film. In the film days, because so it would not happen it. with a digital frame. Yeah. Well, you could just so it's, digitize it out. Yeah. Or, well, yeah, but the thing is, yeah, you would never leave it in, in a digital frame because it's like, there's no adjustment to the, to the projection. So when you leave the mic in, a lot of times what happens, there's like overflow on the film image when it's going to be projected as the final movie. And you're not meant to see like the top, like a right. little bit and then maybe the bottom yeah. little bit. So you zoom in the thing on your projected screen and then you don't see that boom mic. But sure. this was all tilted up. So you saw all the boom mic. And because it's a Charlie Kaufman film, you're like, oh, that's funny. This could yeah, be legit. This could be legit. Yeah, I didn't think anything was wrong the for movie a long itself, time. Adaptation <laughs> yeah. itself is yeah. pretty freaking meta. Oh, it's all it's about all like, yeah. It's meta on top of meta. Actually. It's one yeah. of the most it is. It is so meta. It breaks into real life because <laughs> yeah. that movie won yeah. two Academy yeah. Awards for uh, original uh, yeah. screenplay one right. of which goes to a person who does not exist they right. are a character in the yeah. movie because <laughs> yeah. charlie kaufman won two yeah. one for him and one for his brother who That's doesn't right. really exist yeah awesome. crazy so good all right so, so go watch right. adaptation uh yep. yeah uh blackbird's good watch it it's it's yeah. cool yeah it's Taryn, what's his name dude Taryn uh edgerton is f- yeah, so cool. good man like is he, he better worse than joel i have no idea wait who's joel Who's Joel? His brother? Joel oh, Edgerton? Oh, oh. No, that's not. No, Joe Edgerton? Are they related? No, they're Joel. not related. Joel. Are they related? I Wait. have no idea. I said his brother. No, I'm fully joking. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I was like, I think it's spelled different. But either way, um, Taron Edgerton, you know him from Kingsman, uh, uh, Rocket, dude, or Rocket Man. He was so good in Rocket Man as uh, Elton John. Um, yeah, he's great. He's, he's going to be in the Tetris movie, apparently. A movie Jesus, called Tetris. Everything is getting. Oh, it's getting. not what you think, though. It's not that was one of the. Oh, is it not a video game adaptation? Oh wait, uh, it says the film reportedly delved into the legal battles which took place during the Cold War over ownership of the game. Oh, oh that's that's interesting. Yeah. that's a good. That's a good story. That's yeah. a, that I know parts of that story. <laughs> it's They're not gonna like, have to zhuzh it up to make it a movie, but it's a good story. I know. I was uh, thinking too. The Edgerton's like stuck in the. No, I'm stuck in a Tetris dude, game. What do I do? That's one of the first <laughs> internet things I remember of oh. when memes became a thing. Is somebody yeah. made a joke uh, trailer yeah. to a movie where the Tetris blocks are like spaceships coming from like alien planets and are like oh, shooting, and wow. you have to like smash them together to like kill them. Yeah. And that's how they do. Uh, it's a fake trailer for yeah, fake yeah. movie, but yeah. it was like that's funny. making fun of how everything's gonna get yeah. adaptations. Sure. This is like 2007 dude this yeah. is way before everything yeah i like before that. hasbro started making movies right right i like that all right anyways, um all right man i think uh, we're, you know you have any idea what we're gonna do next week i have no clue we'll have oh to see. my god we're, oh no That's you know good. what upcomings oh shoot is it that time already it is wait do we mess up wait hold on a minute because what day i think the first is next Oh, yeah. We're going to be right on the edge. Like right on the money, huh? Right yeah. on the 31st. Okay. So we'll there see you, you next uh, next week to let you know what August is going to be about. Till then, adios. Bye. Now, just watch.